What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is your man, Brandon Geo. And your boy, Jermichael Moore. And, and we, we are, are the Residual, Residual Impact, Impact Podcast. Podcast. Here we inspire others to find the greatness within themselves. And apply to their community. Yes, sir. What's going on, brother? Man, I'm good. You good? I'm great. I'm actually, I'm great. I'm You're con- great. I'm conscious to say that now. I like that. Not just good, I'm great. Speaking of great. What's great? I'm digging the hoodies. Oh. The hoodie situation. Come on, man. You already know. It is officially hoodie season, ladies and gentlemen. It's that time. And what I will say to that is, fellas... Guard your hoodies with your life. <laughs> she has no right to take your hoodies from you, brother. No right at all. She will take it. Bruh. She will. I went in my closet today to pull out a hoodie just to wear today because when I was walking my dog this morning, I was going to wear a sleeveless shirt. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, just workout top. You know what I'm saying? And sweatpants. Like, mm-hmm. just taking my dog around the block. Got outside and it was burr. It was burr. It was burr. It's crazy. I just went outside not too long ago, and it's burnt. Now, that temperature has definitely dropped, bro. It definitely dropped. So I made sure to be like, yo, when we go to record, I got to throw a hoodie on. Yo. And I had to count and make sure all my hoodies was present for me. <laughs> <laughs> but again, fellas, guard your hoodies. Make sure you keep count of that inventory. <laughs> One may get lost, though. <laughs> One. <laughs> Shoot. One may get lost, but it's okay. Man, I, I think for me now during this time, you know me, I'm, I'm I'm little over here, man. So I'm I'm always cold. I might y'all might see me with straight hoodies for the, for a little bit. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> Yo, I might have to you know re up on some hoodies, man. Even though I'm big, big brothers get cold sometimes too. You understand? <laughs> so I gotta I gotta uh, you know re up on some hoodies, but definitely, definitely. Hey, it's it's a sign of the times, man. It you is. know. Spring came and left. Summer went like it went by super fast. Yep. Here we are in the fall. Yep. Winter is right around the corner. I'm not ready for that. Why not? Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm from Florida. So uh, my my blood is just normally, it loves hot weather. I mean, I, I feel like I can't get with this cold weather. So, hey, well, you understand where I'm from. I'm from the land of bubble coats and Timberland boots. You understand me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all get burned up there like real Oh, burn. yeah. It's brick. You know? Like, you step outside. You you know what time it is, man. You <laughs> know what time it is before you even step outside. You're like, oh, it's it's October in New York. But you you, you got to throw in a hoodie. You got to throw in a, a light jacket if you got one. But make sure you lay up. And make sure you got the Tims on standby. Man, bro, what? The Wheats, man? Gotta have the Wheats. <laughs> gotta have the Wheats. Nah, that's, that's I got a pair in my closet right now. I'm going to start breaking out. Like, you see me with the Jordans every once in a while, but I got to have the Wheats. I got to have. I got to give me a pair. I ain't going to hold you. The Wheats is Shoot, hard. I'm going to have to give me a fresh pair this year. I had that that one pair since. I'm not even going to tell you how old I was when I got them, but they've held me down for at least the past five years. Well, at I least. It. I believe. I believe. But you know, how was your week, though, B? My week was great. 
you know, um, hey, every day above ground is a good day, like I always say. But the week was amazing. You know, work was good. Mm-hmm. Didn't have any issues on the job at all. The podcast, man, I was able to to edit it with no problems this week, no interruptions. You know what I'm saying? And to top it off, like yesterday when I was going to get lunch at Chick-fil-A, man, I had this amazing experience. Mm. As soon as I pull up to Chick-fil-A, you know, they asked me for my name for the order, right? So I give them my name. And by the time I drive around to the window, the young lady asked me, you know, what was the name for the order? And I tell her. And she was like, well, what did you have? So I told her my meal. You know, I had a grilled chicken sandwich, fries with no salt, and a lemonade. She was like, oh, snap, I messed up. (laughs) So she called over one of her coworkers and explained the situation about how the car in front of me, his name was also Brandon, and he ended up paying for the meal that he thought was his, but it was mine. However, he got his correct meal. So he paid for my meal and got his correct meal. And they said that I can have my meal for free. Not the blessing. Yes, the Yo, blessings, bro. That's hard. Yes, the blessings. I got my meal for free. So as soon as I was pulling off, you know, first thing I said, thank you, God. Hey, I bet it tastes better, too. Oh, man, it tasted amazing. <laughs> and it wasn't even like the hottest, freshest meal. Like it wasn't like it was fresh off the grill and the fries were fresh out the fryer. But, yeah. you know, because it was free, Come it on tasted now. that much better. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? I ain't mad at that. You gotta love those moments for real. Gotta love those moments. Unexpected, but yet you love it when it happens. And check this out too. That's good. One of the highlights of the visit, not just getting free food, mm-hmm. but I saw a Ferrari drive by in the color that I wanted. Come on now. I love white cars. Come on. My current car is not white, but I only got it because I had to. You know the last color car that I had? It was white. white. Yeah. So I just love white cars. That white Ferrari drove by. I heard the engine from down the street. So I'm like, what's coming my way? Man, that thing was beautiful. I, I don't even know what model it was. It just it drove by kind of fast. But I saw that yellow emblem on the side. Come on, B. You know that's not, you know that's not a common car that you're going to see every day. No, it's not. So that was not by no mistake. So I got free food and I got to see a Ferrari. Come on now. That was a little sign saying, yo... You on the right path, yo. Come man. on. Just throwing them little, little sprinkle blessings on you. I'm going to show you something. With that, man, I, I saved that money that I was going to use for lunch. Yeah. And I threw it in my gas tank. Gas money. Gas money. Which, by the way, the gas tank ate that cash up. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, you know how that goes. $3 a gallon right now. Yeah. Excuse me. $3.10 a gallon right now. Yeah. Price went up. Bruh. And we live just outside of Atlanta. Just imagine how much it is in Fulton County. Man, that's a little bit on high, but close. Hey, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I'm trying to think, what was gas maybe like six months ago? Started with a two. Mm, It's probably like 260, 250, I'm guessing. (sighs) Well, you know, that's how the times go. Inflation and... uh, Craziness happens, so that's what makes prices prices go up. I don't know who controls this stuff. Makes sense. That's the real question. Who really controls the gas prices? The powers that be. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. Like, the powers that be. They just like y'all. No, we going we going up to three this week, y'all. <laughs> Yo, we good. Let's get make them pay three. Like, I, like what really controls the prices? 
I, I really think it has something to do with the shortage of um, shipments that are coming from the east. Yeah. Like there's a huge backup at the ports in Los Angeles right now, just shipments coming into the country. So what I heard, you know, a month or two ago, people were talking about how if you want to get your Christmas gift, you better start ordering it now. Like even the like the news was discussing that. Really? Yeah. I mean, I could believe it because even dealing with uh, things on my job, like when it comes to shipments uh, that we get like weekly, you know, it's always either a problem with drivers or product that is just no longer in stock or it's not in stock this week or there's shortage on drivers. Mm -hmm. It's always a shortage somewhere because of everything that's going yep. on. Yeah, and that you bring up a very good point. The shortage of drivers. Mm -hmm. There is a shortage of a lot right now. But mm -hmm. one of the main shortages is people. Yeah. I mean, the people are available, but they're just not working right now. And I know one of the reasons why, and we will cover that in a future episode, we are already talking about it. We've been talking about it since yesterday, Major but we will cover it most likely in the next episode. But yeah. Common trend. Oh, man, it's a definite common trend because like you talked about in a previous episode regarding the Bojangles, mm -hmm. I've been to, I've probably been to two different Bojangles this week because one of them closed mad early. Yeah. And I think it was due to them not having employees. Yep. There's one literally down the street from my job. And when I went on a lunch break, they closed at 2 o'clock. Yep. That's crazy. Two. Just because they don't have enough people there. Yo. It's wild. Right? And I drove by another Bojangles, which, you know, the one that I actually ended up going to, which is a little further away from the job. But, you know, I was able to do it within the time that I had. And they had a hiring bonus posted <laughs> on their sign outside, like big bold letters. I think it was like seven hundred and fifty dollars for a crew person, and then like fifteen hundred dollars for managers. They gotta get you in that building. That is nuts. But you know who ain't uh, short on people? Chick Fil A. <laughs> Chick Fil A stay booming. Chick Fil A always booming, bro. No matter what, and they can afford to give food away for free. What? Come on now. For free. <laughs> Thank you for my free meal. I Yo. loved every bite. Bro, you think about it, though, you don't see no signs outside of really Chick-fil-A. No, you don't. Like, you don't see them talking about a shortage. You they don't see them closing early. They still being innovative when it comes to the drive-thrus. Yeah. They some of the most creative people when it like, comes to the Like, they closed down the inside, and they remodeled the entire drive-thru in a lot of Chick-fil-A's just because of what's been going on with C-19. You know, like, hey, you might not be able to dine in with us, but oh, come we, through the drive-thru. We're going to still get you right. Right. Customer and service still? A1. 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 Always. Come on now. My pleasure. How may I serve you? Like, <laughs> what? To this day, I know some Chick-fil-A workers that I've known for years. They still say my pleasure, and they don't even work for the company no more. It's embedded in them. It's definitely embedded in them, man. <laughs> my pleasure. My pleasure. That, <laughs> my pleasure, y'all. Thanks for serving y'all. Yeah, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Now, that's hard, though, man. I'm, I'm glad that happened to you this week, though. Yeah, like, most man. definitely. That's some good news for real, man. I enjoyed every bit of it. I hope so. How was your week, though? Uh, the week, to, this week was, it wasn't too bad. I mean, of course, we're still, we're still in the 9 to 5 lifestyle, but yeah. uh, we're still working towards something major. Um, overall, I would just say I, I met some cool people, but I had a, I had a really good conversation this week from a, a man. Um, I'm not going to say his name because he didn't know I was going to bring him up, but... 
he comes in the store quite often, mm-hmm. and uh, he is a millionaire, but he's a very humble guy. Oftentimes, what he'll do is he'll come in. He Most of the time, he won't have time, but this particular day, I guess he had some time today. He had time today. He, he had time today. Shout out to Moneybag, yo, for that hey. And um, he just, I told him what I had going on, and he just, you know, he, he went on to talk about how at 13 years old, he didn't even have a pair of shoes yet. Wow. And he just remembered telling his parents, yo, one day I'm going to have some money. That's all he kept telling them. He was like, so he was like, the times where he's sitting down and talking to us, he was like, he wished he had someone to just pour into him, yeah. like how he's doing for us. And I just thought that was really cool how he took time out of his own day to really just talk. It was three of us. And when I tell you, bro, I was so locked into everything that he was saying. It was just like, man, like I feel like he's giving me this. Like this is... What he did for me was like what people will pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for. Yo, that's lit. That's what I felt like. I'm like, man, this man, this dude literally had a Lamborghini outside just chilling. Like, come (laughs) on now. Like, he was like, yeah, man. It's like I let people, it's like I seen some other kids one day and I just told him, yo, you you like Lambos? Yo, get in. Just sit in the car. And he's like, the mother started crying because he was like, not people wouldn't really do that. Like, right. But he's, he's a very humble guy, very humble millionaire. And, uh, he get into that bag, y'all. He definitely get into that bag. He get into that bag. But, yeah, you know, I appreciate him for this week and just what he did to me overall. So that was the highlight of my week. Most definitely. Yeah, man. Hey, well, um, I know that I didn't mention this when you asked me how my week was, but one of the highlights of my week, it was definitely going through a podcast boot camp. Mm. And that's something that I will say gave me so much value this week. You know, as you were talking about how somebody was pouring into you, yep. this boot camp that I went through was serious, man. And it taught me so much about perfecting this craft. Yeah. And I can't wait to implement it so it could take us to the next level. Because yeah. the info that I received over the last five days, you know, it, it was amazing. I took notes. My hand was hurting. And let's just say I'm ready to get into it, man. Like we, we're definitely gonna chop it up. We're definitely gonna talk about the improvements that are coming within the next few weeks. Yes, sir. And yo, we're we're gonna take action and implement this information that I received ASAP. Hundred thousand dollar information. Right? Come on now. And I definitely didn't pay a hundred thousand dollars for it. Come on now. Bar. That's that's a key right there. That's a key. That's a key. So let's get it, man. We, we definitely got a lot of good things coming for you guys who are listening. And for those of y'all who are watching us, you're going to see some changes pretty soon. And I'm so glad that I was able to go through this so that I could, you know, just learn, be a sponge, soak up all the knowledge that I possibly could. Yeah. But since I've soaked up that knowledge, man, now it's time to apply it. Yep. Because like I've said before, knowledge isn't power. Applied knowledge is power. And that was actually one of the things that the, the the millionaire I was talking to talked about. He was like, that was one of the biggest things that changed his life was knowledge. Mm-hmm. But like you say, now it's really, it's applied knowledge that really takes an effect right. to make a difference in your life. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Yeah, that, that definitely sounds amazing though, for real. Yeah, man. But speaking of people who've been perfecting their craft, mm-hmm. let's talk about some people who have been revising their craft. Uh-oh. Remember we had that story a couple weeks ago regarding the Millennium Tour where a certain member of the Millennium Tour who wasn't initially supposed to be there was there to apologize to somebody who was actually on the roster? Most definitely. Yeah. So this time around, there's more Millennium Tour drama. Oh, my God. Yeah. So apparently, 
Bow Wow has not been getting his flowers. Come on, man. Right? So what's been going on? And I've noticed this over the weekend. Bow Wow and Omarion were trending. Hmm. And when I looked on Twitter, I'm like, what's going on? Why are they trending? I mean, I know they're on tour right now, but what's what's popping? So apparently, Bow Wow seems to be upset about how the Millennium Tour is running. Because he claims that he's only getting about 15 minutes each night to perform his music. Just 15 minutes? 15 minutes. Come on now. Now, I can kind of understand that in in a sense of there is a nice-sized roster mm-hmm. when you're looking at the Millennium Tour right now. Mm-hmm. You got Ashanti as, an, as a special guest. You have Pretty Ricky. You have Sammy. I think Chris Brown was at one of the shows. You have... Of course, Omarion, Bow Wow, and I think I'm forgetting somebody. Say Soldier Boy? I don't think I said Soldier Boy. Gotta put in Big Draco, man. I gotta put some respect on his name. The first rapper to do everything. Huh? Come on. We already know. Come on now. Soldier Boy, tell him, man. <laughs> but of course, the roster is pretty big. And when you have a roster that size, mm-hmm. and everybody that I mentioned has hits, that's true. How can you really just say who gets the most amount of time to shine? But then again, when I think about it, Looking at the initial poster that was posted last year, it was it was an event that was pretty much titled Bow Wow or Omarion and Bow Wow. It was like the face off tour initially or something like that. But, mm. you know, because I think they had they had a joint album, if I'm not mistaken, back in the day called Face Off or a song or something like that called Face Off. I can't remember, but it sounds vaguely familiar. I think I remember something like that when I was in high school, but I, I don't remember a few moments later so yeah they they had an album back in the day called face off Mm -hmm. so that's what this flyer had on it because i guess it was just part two of that situation so really bow wow and omarion are the headliners of the show where everybody else that i mentioned is a guest okay so i don't know how much time omarion's getting but here's where it kind of went uh a little sour Uh uh-oh so State Farm Arena said almost 20 years ago, Shad Moss took the Phillips Arena stage, and tomorrow he is coming back with the Marion for the Millennium Tour 2021. Okay. Right? Nothing wrong with that. But all of a sudden, here comes a Marion. Bruh. Actually, he's coming with me. But you got it, State Farm Arena. We will be there tomorrow. Um, sounds like a little ego in there. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little, little sprinkle of pride in there. A little sprinkle of pride. <laughs> Like, yo, y'all two are the headliners of the tour. Like, Amarion took B2K off and replaced them with Bow Wow. They were the headliners. But you're only going to give the brother 15 minutes to perform the many, many hits that he had? Like, Bow Wow was talking about how he couldn't even finish his songs. He has to maybe do, like, a line or two from one song and jump right into the next one so that he can get as many as he can within that 15 minutes. And you know that's what the people came for. They want to see. They want to hear the classics. They want to hear the classics. Hmm. And Bow Wow's been doing his thing. I think since he was like eleven. My question would be, how much time does Omarion have? That's my question too, and I, I really don't know to be honest. But Bow Wow's saying he only gets fifteen minutes, so I can imagine if he gets fifteen minutes and he's upset about that. I'm pretty sure Omarion's not getting fifteen minutes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's getting more. Marion probably got uh, got a whole set. Probably got a whole 30-minute, 40-minute set. Come on now. 
Cause he gotta be, he gotta be upset for a reason. It, it just, yeah. If it was everybody was fifteen across the board, he would be like, you know, we all got fifteen minutes. We all got fifteen minutes. But clearly, some, something ain't right. Something ain't right at all. So, I've just been scrolling through tweets, and of course, on Twitter, everybody want to be hilarious, and it, it's pretty funny seeing a lot of these tweets. What they say? One user in particular said, and I don't want to butcher her name. It has like one vowel in it. Let's put it that way. So I'm not going to try to say it, but oh gosh, she said, I'm not trying to get into petty arguments, but when did Omarion become bigger than Bow Wow? I'm confused. She has a point. She definitely has a point. Again, like I said, I think Bow Wow has been doing this since he was at least 11 or 12 years old. Yeah. I remember one of his first singles, he talked about having an iced out Mickey Mouse around his neck. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I used to want that chain, brother. Omarion didn't have an iced out Mickey Mouse around his neck. stupid, didn't. And if memory serves me correctly, B2K came out when they were all like 15 or 16 years old. Yep. Probably watching Bow Wow. Right. Come on now. And Bow Wow actually went on Instagram live and he was talking about how he started all of this back in the day when they had the screen tour. And he said that these dudes were opening for him Mm. when he was the headliner. Like B2K was opening for Bow Wow. According to him, this is what he said. So how you go from these cats opening for Bow Wow to now Bow Wow being sidelined and getting only 15 minute sets when Omarion supposedly getting more? Maybe he, uh, maybe he hurt from back in the day. Maybe he feel like, yo, I've been the star. Y'all need to give me my time. This is my time <laughs> to shot. I have more hits. Or maybe he feels like because his career was still going after Bow Wow had, you know, kind of yeah. been done for, you know, maybe he feels like, yo. Have more longevity. I can I can understand that to where Marion has had longevity. However, Bow Wow has always been a solo act. That's true. He has always been a solo act. Omarion was a part of a group, then went solo. And like when you do that, it's like you have the group songs for however many years you're doing the group songs, and then he went solo, and then however many years he had those solo songs. So if you really can compare how long Omarion's been solo to how long Bow Wow's been solo. That's true. I really think that his career outweighs Omarion's career. His hits outnumber Omarion's single hits, like his solo hits. Make a valid point there. I hope them brothers, uh, you know, get whatever problem they have solved or just put the pride of the ego to the side. Put the least. pride of the ego to the side. Because that's messing up the money. Yeah. So you going to mess up the bag, bro. Come you on. definitely don't want to do that, man. But I mean, I guess at their point, they don't care. I don't know. Don't so. meet a couple of brows. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all don't want the bag, I'll go Right, stay. I'll go to State Farm Arena and <laughs> we can just host a podcast there. Come on, now we'll, you know we'll start up. Let's do it. We can open up for these brothers. Come on, man. They playing games. You can be the opening act. Let's go. I'm man, with it. Man, let's talk. Let's, let's, let's talk business. <laughs> throw ourselves in there, man, somehow. But uh, speaking of drama then, you know, since, since, since they over there giving us some drama, uh, this is... A pretty dramatic story that I heard this week is very crazy. Two college kids, mm-hmm. uh, one by the name of Nicholas K. I, I, I'm not going to say his last name because I will butcher it. And uh, the other name is not being pronounced right now because I can't pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> they they went to a, a small, a small um, college and uh, one night, well, university, I'll say. It was in uh, Rochester, New York. And they just wanted to, you know, college kids, you know, you want to go out, have fun. Right. They was bored one night. Yeah. Uh, 
so they had these two young ladies, I guess, that Nicholas knew. And one of the girls hit him up. They said, hey, what y'all got going on tonight? You know, Nicholas and his friend, ain't they like, no, nah, we ain't got nothing. We chilling. Right. So they basically said, you know, well, they, the girls was like, hey, well, come hang out with us. They waited around for them. The girls came and picked them up. And then they went out. They thought they was just going to go out and have some fun. The girls was like, hey, well, why don't y'all just come over back over to my place? And, you know, we'll just chill out there and just have some fun. Mm. So they go back to the girls' place, allegedly. And as they're hanging out, having fun, laughing, talking, whatnot, the lights suddenly go off. Like like the bill wasn't paid. The lights Yikes. go off. Next thing you know, five men with masks come in, and they just started to beat the two guys. Dang. And as one guy, Nicholas, as he started to run away, he got close to the door. He was almost out the door. He said he felt something hit his leg. It was a 12-gauge shotgun that hit his leg. So, yeah, my brother got a shotgun round, a shotgun round. Yes, he got hit in the leg by a shotgun. And then um, next thing you know, the girls were gone, of course. They they don't know where the girls went. And um, apparently these guys were held captive for 40 hours. And what happened between this 40 hour span was they were basically extorting them. They Mm. they were having them. Drain their accounts. They said they got up upwards of forty-five thousand dollars from these two guys. They were having them call credit card, their credit card companies, to raise their bank limits. Wow! So that they can get out more money and just take it out in cash. Yeah. And everything. And um, as this is going on, you know, we go back to school. They said that um, people started to, you know, wonder where where are they? They started to call their phones. Of course, both the phones were going to voicemail. Yeah. And then the police went and. I guess they somehow got in contact with one of the girls that they went out with. Mm -hmm. They bought both of the girls in for questioning, saw that both of the girls' stories weren't adding up, so they didn't believe them. And through six hours' interrogation, one of the girls actually confessed to one of the houses that they were actually at. Yeah. Um, So they went, they bust in, SWAT team bust in the door. Thank God both of the guys were still alive, but throughout the torture thing, uh, Nicholas, when he was struggling, you know, trying to still fight for his life, uh, my boy Nicholas got shot twice. But thank God, though, both of their brothers actually are alive. They did end up saving both of them. Yeah. But um, they did say they are both in physical therapy to this day. And thankfully, all of the people that were involved, it was a total of nine people. It was three women and the rest were men. And uh, the ringleader... Apparently, who set the whole thing up? He got 135. I apologize. He got 155 years in prison. Sheesh! Won't even be alive that long. He will not. Never see the light of day again. And uh, you know, it just is a crazy story that just makes you think of you know, be careful. Be that's. I don't even know how to think about it. I don't know how to think about it either, man. In all honesty, like. First and foremost, I hope that every single person involved got the book thrown at them. Yeah. Even the women. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's despicable. That is disgusting. Like, how could you do something like that? Like, you have no value for life at all. Yeah. Secondly, I am grateful that those two boys survived. Thank you. And I'm also grateful that you and I never went through anything like this in college. For real, bro. Like, 
you never came to meet me at Georgia State campus, but I remember I used to go to GGC with you often. Mm-hmm. And there would be times where we just ran into people or walked by people. And, you know, I'm glad nobody ever tried to set us up. Yeah. Like, I know, at least with Georgia State, it's in the heart of Atlanta, you know, the heart of downtown Atlanta. So we got alerts on our phones a lot when it came to GSU emergency issues, like people being robbed and stuff like that. That that happened frequently. Of course, I'm not there anymore, so I don't know if it still happens, but I'm sure it does. Mm-hmm. You know, campus police was always getting notified or always getting calls about robberies in progress and stuff like that. And I'm grateful that no matter what happened, you know, while I was there in that school, like nothing ever happened to me right. like that, you know? Right. I just, I couldn't imagine that. Like, I really can't imagine what those two young men went through. For real, though. Because, I mean, think about it. As a college kid, I don't know what year they were in, of course, but I just remember, you know, you want to go out, have fun, go party. Yeah. Especially if you know some girls going to be there, of course. You want to have fun with some yeah. girls. And to think that they had a whole plan to rob these guys. But I'm thinking, like, bro, it's like as college kids, nine times out of ten, you ain't really got that much money. No. So I don't know what I don't I don't know if they were plotting on these kids, you know, ahead of time or what. But I'm assuming that they were because if you're gonna target these two brothers specifically, chances are they knew that they might have had some money. Yeah. Now, when I was in college, I knew. Yeah, I mean, I was a broke college student. And I knew a lot of my friends were broke college students, but we saw some people who were on campus that were kind of flashy with what they had, yeah. you know, not saying that they deserve to get jacked for it, but we knew some people who definitely had money. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, those people could become easy targets, especially if you're not like physically big or strong in stature, like maybe you could be somebody who's kind of like small or smaller than like the guys who jumped them, like, I, I don't know. I, mean, I don't even know what to even think about that because, first of all, I, I think that getting jumped, that's a coward move. Very. Like, if you want to fight me, fight me one-on-one, don't don't jump me. Because if you jump me, I'm, I'm taking one of y'all out. And if you bring a gun, better use it. Come on, man. You better use it. It's just, oh, man, that's weak, man. You know what? That it's makes, extremely weak. That makes me think of one time. I did have actually somebody try to take me for my pizza, though. Bruh. I stood my ground, though, B. They didn't, they didn't take my pizza, though. Bro, right. how did you Look, turn this situation? Hey, I'm sorry. I just had, I just remember that, though, B. It was my first year of college, though. They tried to take my pizza. That's about all I could afford back then. But, hey, they tried to take it, and I stood my ground. Well, hooray for you standing your ground for some pizza. For all of y'all, yo, don't let go of your pizza. Hold on to it. This guy. Just saying, man. Well, man, shout out to Nicholas and uh, the other guy. Glad y'all are safe. Excuse my partner, but yo, like it's just a flashback, man. Don't nobody care about your pizza. That was the pizza is gone. I ate it, but <laughs> he tried to take it after I stood in line. Though I stood in line for almost thirty minutes, and bro tried to take my pizza out of my hand. How dare you? It was Papa John's. Oh my God, oh, man! All right, <laughs> just had to bring that one up. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Next, I had to bring that one up for the people, man. Oh my gosh, oh man, but that I don't know, man. Like, that just goes to show like expectation versus reality. Yeah, now as brothers in college, yo, I oh man, I used to party a lot, 
a lot. Like I'll never forget. I went to the one party in Atlanta, right at a club. I think it, I can't remember what club it was. It was it was a popping club. Mm-hmm. I had friends come in from out of town, and we just all went to a club one night. I posted it on Instagram, and then another friend of mine who went out to UGA, he hit me up and was like, "Yo, that looks pretty lit. Come out to party with us at UGA next week. Let's let I'll show you what you know a real party's like." When I tell you. I went out to Athens, like I drove out to Athens to party with them at UGA. I went back every single weekend <laughs> after. No, that's the that's they said that's the party capital over there, right? Listen, there. when I was in college, UGA was ranked the number two party school in the country. I'm telling the you, the number two. I'm telling you, UGA knows how to party. Look, I I can tell y'all this now, but I, I went out to a party that. <laughs> I had no business. I was in high school though, and I went out to oh, a party man. out there. We had no business. That's how I know it was a party school. I had no business out there. Yo, I'm glad I didn't go to UGA though, because I'm <laughs> sure I would have. Oh I man, what would have flunked out, bro? No, it would have been a party. Literally, it's a party probably every almost every other day of the week, bro. Dog, when I tell you I was meeting a new girl or <laughs> several every single week, I. My friends and I, we made it a game. How many numbers we could pull before the end of the night? I believe. No it. lie. I believe it. No lie. Like, we were pulling numbers like crazy. And that's around the time where Instagram first started. So, we used to get followers and stuff like that just off of parties. Dude. And then we would get numbers. And, yo, I swear, like, I think maybe like two or three years ago, I was going through my phone. Because like, I, I rarely delete numbers. I have so many numbers in my phone. And I was just going through my phone. And I'm like, who is this? Some <laughs> of the names I actually remembered. Some of them I recognized. As girls I met at UGA. Mm-hmm. And I remember I, I checked up on one of them. Married, two kids. Like I'm like, yo, they, like it so many things have changed. And Think it's like, that. yo. That's crazy. It is crazy. But deleted the number. Delete, 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 delete. I deleted so many numbers. No, that makes sense though. That makes sense. I mean, it was back in the day. Yeah. But those are the expectations, especially of young college men. I was in my early twenties just living it up. Party and party and party and party and party. Now imagine if I was just going to those parties expecting to have a good time, but the reality was I was gonna get jumped by five random dudes with masks. Scary. That's very scary. So it just kind of brings me to this point. Even now, long after I'm done with college, right? I still find it hard to trust random people even though i like i love meeting new people like i really love meeting new people i guess i don't know it's just it's just a a a good thing to do you know there's seven billion people on this planet and not everybody's gonna try to set you up right right but in this day and age man you just never know yeah that could really be the downside of meeting new people so i'm i'm really skeptical about a lot of the people i meet until i can kind of try to find a way to gauge yeah the situation and kind of you know fill you out figure you out see what you're about stuff like that you know if, if we're gonna meet up for the first time let's meet up in a group setting yeah. i'm not going back to your place you're not coming back to mine you know i got my boys with me you got your girls with you you know what i'm saying if i'm gonna meet a young lady or whatever yeah i don't i don't want to get set up i'm not trying to get jumped let's just put it that way and that's the thing too is like you like you say you like you want to bring somebody with you and he he had his boy with him though, right? But they had five other people. Yeah. So it's like, yo, I guess it's like just have your location on or have your something to where yeah. somebody outside of there knows, yo, I'm here. 
anytime, you know, my friend Dre and I, like, when we go places and we know, like, maybe we just meet a new girl or, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I'm going out with, with this woman tonight. You know, we just met recently. This is where we're going. If you don't hear me check in with you by this time, you know where I was, then you can call somebody. Like, yeah. we, we do that. Yeah. If we're not going out together to, to make sure that both of us are okay when we're meeting new people, this is where I am. This is where I'm going. Yeah. I will check in with you by this time. And if you don't hear from me, call for help. Mm. Okay. So, yeah, to all of our people that may be in college right now, even if you ain't in college right now, and you in, you in that same kind of space, have somebody outside that knows where you are that you could just check in with, yo, you know, because that's a common thing about yeah. ladies, you know, typically they do that. Yeah. But us as men, we think, oh, man, we good, you know, we just need to watch out for the girl. Right, we don't think that anybody's going to mess with us. Exactly, but make sure you know you have somebody that you trust that you're like, yo, I'm just, I'm here, I made it here, this is where I'm at, yeah. this is where I'm going to be at, you don't hear from me. Right. You know what to look. And it's crazy, like, yo, a lot of the, the ladies today are vicious. Like, you don't expect nothing like that from them. Like, you might be expecting for a bunch of dudes, like, if you're walking down the street and you by yourself or whatever, and you see a group of guys just standing on the block, you might expect them to maybe try you, yeah, maybe jump you or whatever. But, yo, you, you can run into a, a fine woman, you know what I'm saying, gorgeous woman. And, you know, she shows interest in you and you think, like, oh, snap, this is lit. Yeah. Next thing you know, you hogtied in the back of a van. You know what I'm saying? With a bunch of dudes standing around you, ski masked up, like, yo, give me all your money, give me your jewels, like, yeah. run it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody wants to go through that. No. That's true. I guess, you know, don't be fearful of these things, but at the same time, be mindful of them. Correct. Because so. I for sure don't fear anybody. Yeah, that's real. Definitely don't fear anybody. That's real. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, always got to be mindful. You always got to keep your head on a swivel. Yeah. Always got to pay attention to your surroundings. Yeah. My head is constantly on a swivel when I'm driving. My head is constantly on a swivel when I'm just walking down the street. Yeah. Even when I go to Atlanta. Like like I said, all the time at GSU, people were getting robbed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Anytime like I would walk from one building just to go to another building to go to class, my head was constantly on a swivel. Yeah. There was one park that we always had to walk through to get to a specific building on campus. And I think it was Woodruff Park. And it's off of Peachtree Road. Right, it's a uh, Peachtree Road, Peachtree Street, one of the million peach trees in Atlanta. Right, mm -hmm. so yeah, there was a lot of uh, homeless guys over at that park. So they would always be begging for change, begging for money to get something to eat, whatever. But there would also be people out there who I think were targeting students. You know what I'm saying? Just people just casing, like who walking by. You know how many times a day do they walk by? Stuff like that, and it's just like you just never know. You got to pay attention to your surroundings at all times. Yeah. Listen to your gut, too. A lot of times your gut will tell you, like, if something just don't feel right, right. don't ignore that. I think that's important. So, yeah. Yikes. You just got to be careful, man. Please be careful. Please be careful, y'all. So, yeah, B, you said something actually pretty key when you said expectation versus reality, man. Like, right. they went in there with the expectation, but they had a different reality. So, that just makes me think about when it comes to life, what are expectations versus how things really are. Ooh. You know, I had a young lady this week tell me, you know, she's eventually thinking about uh, moving out. Right. And um, she just she she knew she was going to move out. And, you know, the excitement of just being on your own, thinking about that, that expectation was all there. Yeah. And then I had to hit her with a kind of reality of what 
she just needs to prepare herself for. Mm-hmm. So I just laid out, hey, you know, you know, this is how much you need to set aside for rent, insurance, food, Wi-Fi, all those different things. And then we came up with a number. And yeah. then when we got to that number, it was like it's like a little bit of a she was like, Whoa, okay, I I gotta I gotta plan out some more. <laughs> so it was like it it was like her expectation was just moving out, but the reality of it it was it was a little bit different. But it was still, you know, she still was hoping for what she was going for. But it was just, right. it just made me think about life and when we when we approach things to look at both of those spectrums. Always. You, you always kind of go, you know, you always have to look at both. Like, there's nothing wrong with expecting a certain outcome out of a situation. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is it could just like really creep up on you and just Bow, hit you in the head. I'm telling you, and you're not even thinking about it, so yeah. it's too late. That's real. So, so it's like, how do you do? How do you do that? Like, um, like okay, let's just say, for hypothetical reasons, our bunch of our listeners are in college right now, mm-hmm. right? All right, their expectations when they got into school was, I don't know, I wanted to party. I just want to have fun. <laughs> I, I want to. That was to me going into college. <laughs> Uh, I hope my mother is not listening to the specific <laughs> episode. I believe she listens to the show, but I, mom, if if you are listening, uh, here's the point where you cut off. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> they got into college. They just expectation was, yo, I'm here to have some fun. I'm at the crib. I'm yeah. on my own. Yeah. But then the reality set in was like, yo, ain't nobody gonna tell me to go to class, but I gotta go to class or. Nobody telling me I got to study, but if I don't study, my grade's going to slip. Correct. You know, some got a budget. I remember I had to budget a lot. That was a different reality for me. I could imagine. Man. And yeah, well, not I could imagine. Like, I lived it too. Like, I was there. <laughs> Never forget uh, ramen noodle days. Oh, my gosh. Had a huge assortment of ramen noodles. And... P just brought me back. I hate ramen noodles now. Yo. I don't hate ramen noodles, but it's just the the specific brand that I used to buy. Like you know the 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 cheap ones that come in the plastic packets that are like like oh, yeah. bricks. Oh yeah. That soften up when you boil when you put it in boiling water. Yes, sir. All right, so I stopped eating those after I learned why the noodles are like bricks. Oh, I didn't even know why. Why? They're coated in a wax. Oh wow! That yeah. Makes sense. So they're coated in a sort of wax, so that you know the the noodles once they're cooked they they're they're um, dried. Mm-hmm. They're coated in the wax and formed in them little squares. Yeah. So that you could put them in the in the plastic packaging and ship them out. But the thing about that is when you boil it, when you put it in boiling water, that wax is still there. Like it doesn't come off all the way. So when you're eating those noodles, you're still eating that wax. Yo. B, okay, first off, you done messed me up now because I remember times where we didn't have time to boil them. So, bro, we was taking the straight packs, breaking it up. <laughs> Put yeah, it, putting it in a little plastic bag, putting the seasoning, and we eating that joint like... Like ch- Come on, B. <laughs> Yo, it was rough Yo, back you was then. eating them like chips. B, we ain't have time. Yo. So, yo, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I learned that, like, after the fact. But I used to boil mine, like... I used to consider myself like a chef back when I was in college. <laughs> but I used to, whip it, whip it. right? I I was definitely whipping it, bro. Like I was over the stove boiling water, 
threw the packet in, uh, like like open the ramen noodles, threw the noodles in, and I would add the seasoning after I um drained the water. Like I didn't eat it as a soup. Like I know a lot of my friends when we went to college, yeah. if they weren't eating it like chips, like you <laughs> were talking about. They ate it as a soup. Like, they kept the water yeah. and stuff like that. I did not want to eat it as a soup. I would dump the water and just eat the noodles on a plate. Like, I put it on a plate. I didn't even have time to put it in a bowl, right? Bruh. And then I would pour the seasoning pack on it and just stir it up while it was still hot. And what You know what I'm saying? And once that seasoning set in, what I would do, take some, like, shredded cheese and I would sprinkle some cheese on top of it. Oh, you chefing it. I was chefing it. Oh, you, okay, Like, okay. swear, like, I was chefing okay, it. I thought I was the man back in you college with the ramen noodles. <laughs> I never ate it out the packet like that. Bro, that's what you have to do sometimes, bro. Wow. That's one of the reasons why I hate it to this day. I can't stand them joints, bro. But, yeah, I stopped eating them because I found out about that wax coating that they used. And then it's like, yo, I'm not eating wax. But you see, here's the thing, right? Okay. So, look. That's that brings me back to the reality of it, right? Where I'm on a you're on a budget. I only can get I think I got maybe hundred and fifty dollars a month. Yeah. And I had to make that hundred and fifty dollars stretch. <laughs> so when it came down to the end of the month and I'm only at ten dollars left, that's all I got. Yeah. You know the packets of noodles were what, about seventy five? Like sixty something cents, I think. At least. Wow. Oh man, that's rough. That just brought that brought back bad memories. Bro. <laughs> I'm sorry to do that to you, brother. Man, hey, all of my college students, man, hold on, y'all. Hold on. So that just you know expectations versus reality. Okay, so give me something else, B. What you think is another expectation versus how the reality would be a little different as to what people may see? Shoot, let's take us for example, starting What's a that? podcast. Ooh, that's a good one. Right. It's a good one. The expectation was that, yeah, we can get the word out. We can share our thoughts. We can have a conversation yeah. to where a lot of people could just listen to us if they tune in and hear what it is that we have to say. Yeah. But it's more than just that. Like, that was the expectation. The expectation was being able to do that and be like, yo, we're going to be so lit <laughs> off of the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, the whole world is going to get the chance to hear us. Yep. But what we didn't realize was the reality of how much work it takes to do this. A lot more work. There's a lot more work involved. And, and here's the thing. I love editing. I've been editing videos for years. Mm-hmm. A lot of you guys who, who follow the show and watch us and listen to us, y'all know that I've been doing YouTube for years. I've had multiple YouTube channels since 2009. Come on, B. That's how long I've been editing videos. Started with Windows Movie Maker, then I went over to iMovie after I got my first MacBook in 2010 when I was in college, and ever since then, iMovie, always, right? And then uh, one of my iPhones that I had, an iPhone 6 back in like 2014, I used to shoot videos on my iPhone and edit on that iPhone Mm -hmm. because that's when iMovie, I guess, was a free app on, on iPhones. So I'm just like, yo, I'm going to try to app so I can shoot on the go and edit on the spot. And that's what I did. Mm. Every single channel that I've had, I've just been editing, 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 editing all my videos. I never had a team, nothing. So, yeah, I'm I think I'm pretty good when it comes to editing. You know, people compliment me on that all the time. But still, like with this, the editing that we have to do for this show is on another level. Yeah, most definitely. Because 
anytime that I did editing for myself, it was just me as the only subject. Unless I had, you know, friends in the shot or whatever. Maybe I had somebody else holding the camera. Like, I remember one one time I did a, a video about cuffing season back when I was in college. Mm-hmm. So it was me and a bunch of friends. We were sitting at a table on campus. Mm-hmm. And we were all just kind of like going around and talking about how we felt about cuffing season. And there was guys and girls. So it was a great conversation. And I had somebody holding the camera. So... It's not like I had to switch from different cameras to shoot different angles and stuff like that. The person was going around with the camera, making sure that she got all of us in the shot. Yeah. And whoever was speaking, she would go directly to that person. So it was great. We don't have that here. We don't we, we have two cameras set up on tripods. Yeah. And at the end of every episode, I mean you already know how it goes, but for those of y'all who don't know what we do behind the scenes, at the end of every episode. We airdrop the footage from the cameras to my MacBook just so I can edit. And to go back and forth, whenever you watch us on YouTube, that's why I'm so thankful for all of our subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, shout out. We're at how many now? We're currently at 32 subscribers. 32. Record this. And last week, I think we were at 25 last weekend. We were. Yeah, that's crazy. Shout out to all our new subscribers. For real. Thank you guys so much for tapping in with us. And we can't wait to you know continue sharing videos with y'all. But for those of y'all who see the videos, you see, like, as right now, as I'm speaking, the camera's on me. Yep. Say something. It's going to cut to me. <laughs> and then? When I pick back up, I cut it back to me. That back and forth dynamic looks so good on camera, but the editing process to do that yep. between two cameras that we're shooting on, it's not that simple. Yep. It's very time-consuming. So the expectation is, yo, I know how to edit. I'm bomb at editing. I could do this. I'm going to kill this. Mm-hmm. I can edit a video in a couple hours. Yeah. The reality is one day it took me 10 hours to put an episode together. 10 hours. 10. Between editing the video and the back and forth and inserting clips and sound effects and stuff like that. Yeah. 10 hours. Lord. First off, that's a long time. That's a job, Al. That's a job. That is a job. But I think that's a great example of showing people how to balance things as far as knowing what to expect when before you start something. Because I think yeah. a lot of times we get into something or we just want to start something thinking, ah, oh, this is what it's going to be. But it's really something a lot more behind it than we mm-hmm. So I think that for first and foremost is a great example for anybody that wanted to get into editing podcasting right to let them know like hey like yeah you can do it but it takes a lot to for it to be great i mean you can or you, you just want to put some just put anything together of course you, yeah i mean it's it's yeah. simple like if you just want to put something together we didn't have to use two cameras yeah i just think it it adds to the dynamic you oh, know man. making things a lot more interesting when you can see you know how the camera's on me now that i'm speaking and then when yeah. mike starts to speak how the camera just pans to him or goes to him now we actually had a camera person behind the scenes it would be that much easier to switch back and forth exactly you know if we had somebody controlling you know that situation like i know a lot of podcasts do but maybe we can do that later on down the line oh that's coming you know that's most definitely coming but but you know for anybody who's just starting you know you you don't necessarily have to have a dual camera set up no some podcasters even do three cameras They'll have the dual camera setup that we have, but then they'll also have a camera in the middle mm-hmm. to capture 
the subjects in the shot at the same time. So, like, let's say you can capture the two of us at the same time. Ooh, that's hard. It is hard, but it's also more work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that that would be a great thing to do. And I you yeah. know, I think when we first started, I actually thought about doing that. Yeah. And you know, one day we will do that setup, but you know, we have to make sure that getting the podcast out to you guys is going to be a lot less time consuming. Yeah. And when we get to that point, then yeah, I'll definitely do a three camera setup and make it you know, m- much more of an interesting dynamic for you guys to watch us on. And like, like I think we said it last week too. There's levels to it. Yeah, there's always levels it's, to it's, it. There's just levels to it. So start off where you are and just work with what you got. Yeah. Make it work, but also realize that beyond, like behind all of this, it, it's some real work. It's some, it's some things that you have to like learn. Like you, I remember you sending me all these different videos on like stuff to learn and. And little details on just like, yo, this is how you can make this better. Like, this mm-hmm. is good, but you could do this next time. And it's just like, you've taught me so many different things that now I've had to pay attention to as far as like editing and posting and all these things. I'm just like, whoa, I didn't even, my mind wasn't even there. <laughs> I, I didn't even realize this stuff. But it's like, yeah, it's a lot go into it. But yeah. I see why it comes out great. Because I remember, I remember that was one of the things that inspired me to work with you. Before we started doing the podcast, well, I was like, man, like, look at how this dude is editing. I'm like, yo. Because I knew a little bit about editing, so I, mm. I knew you was putting in some work. I'm like, okay, that ain't that ain't easy right there, what he's doing. I'm like, how he do that? So, but to see it now kind of really in it, and I'm still not even really in it. Like, right. I, I still got, most definitely, I got to learn some stuff. But, yo, it's, it's a lot different from my expectations versus now in the reality of it. Yeah, most definitely. Man, that's, that's real talk. So, yeah. For those of y'all, again, I mean, I know we, we talk to you guys specifically who are thinking about starting a podcast. You don't have to do every single thing that we're doing to start a podcast. You can start with one camera if you want to do a visual. Yeah. I would highly recommend that you do have a visual aspect to your podcast in addition to audio. But if you're going to do that, have one camera. Yeah, You don't have to do two. You don't have to do three. Start off with one. The editing will definitely be easier and it'll be less time consuming. But, you know, start off with one, start off with one mic, unless you have a co-host or a guest come through and you have to have two mics. Make things easier for yourself. Don't make life hard. Please don't, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, don't, you don't have to make life hard, so don't do that. Yo, I just thought of one more thing as far as expectation versus reality, right? What's that? So, I don't know why I'm just on college kids today, but let's say we have some kids that are getting outside of school. Like, they're they're either... Let's say they didn't want to finish school, or let's just say they finished school. I think I know where you're going with this. Right? So, what would be their expectations after getting out of school, like that transition? Like, a lot of kids figure, man, I'm going to have a great job outside of school. I done got this degree now. But then the reality of it is it might not come that fast. Or, before you say something, or what if they didn't even finish school? And they was like, yo, I don't even want to do this no more because I didn't even care to really be in there. I got in there for whatever reason because parents, whatever. But then now I don't want to be in school no more, but I want to do something else. Right. And they don't realize the reality of, okay, now that you want to do something else, it's going to be some real work behind getting to where you're trying to get to. Man, what do we do with that? I can touch on both of those situations. Hmm? Starting with... The expectation of going to school to get a degree so that you can get a better job and how so many of us go into college 
thinking like, yo, as soon as I get my degree, I'm going to be making so much more money. I'm going to get a job like that. Yep. Wrong. Some people might be able to do that. Don't get me wrong. I, I know some people who I went to school with who were able to secure a job with a quickness once they graduated. But so many of my friends, when they graduated, they have yet to use their degree. Yeah. Maybe they're doing it today, but I, I don't keep in touch with everybody I went to college with. Only a few people. Mm-hmm. But I know shortly when everybody graduated so many friends that i had back then did not get a job locked in right away even with internships that they had they were not able to secure a full-time position they were not able to put their degrees to use so shout out to all of you guys who put in the work and time to get your degrees and actually were able to put it to use like really more power to y'all for real secondly I'm on the other side of that coin. I'm one of the people who went to school and was just like, yo, this is what I want to do. I went to school for journalism. I know I've mentioned that in a previous episode. I wanted to be on the radio badly. I wanted to be a radio personality since I was a kid. And I wanted to do two things, actually. I wanted to be a radio personality and a, and a DJ. So I could DJ like at parties on the weekend, get, you know, get side gigs when I'm not working my radio show during the week. It's like, yo, I know music. I know the industry, stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. Let me DJ your party. And I, I thought I was going to be the next DJ Clue, the next Funkmaster Flex, the next DJ Envy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I wanted to do. But life had other plans for me. When I went to college and I, you know, studied journalism, I realized that it wasn't for me. There were certain things that I found out about the radio industry that I didn't like. And I'm like, well, what is it that I do now? Because I'm the type of person who's always valued my time more than money. Money's great. Mm -hmm. You know, it's awesome. You can do a lot of things with money. And I know some people say money don't make you happy. But I call ducktails on that. I call BS on that. (laughs) Money will solve a lot of your problems, especially financial problems that bring you down, right? So anyway, that's that's a different story for another episode. I was one of the people who, as soon as I found out what my life could be with my potential job after graduation, mm-hmm. I said, no, thank you. And I dropped out. Now, I have my associate's degree, but I didn't complete my bachelor's. Mm-hmm. You know, it was what it was. It is what it is. It just wasn't for me anymore. All right. My expectation after I realized I no longer wanted to continue college my expectation was I was going to get whatever job I could, work as hard as I could, get as much money as I could, stack as much bread up as I could, mm-hmm. and invest. I've had an investment mindset since I was 24 years old when I, I realized that there had to be more to life than just working every single day of my life. Hey, facts. That just had me thinking like there has to be more to life than just going to work every single day and really not having much of a dollar to your name. So I developed an investment mindset. I started learning from other entrepreneurs, young entrepreneurs who would tell me certain things or teach me certain things that I never knew before that I value to this day. Some of those same entrepreneurs that I met when I was in my 20s, I keep in touch with them to this day and I still follow them to this day. They're millionaires. Mm. They were six figure earners back then. They're millionaires now. Come on, man. And I was just like, yo, if I learn from them, I'll be in the exact same position. My goal was to be a millionaire by 30. It didn't happen because, of course, that expectation of being a millionaire by 30, that's just what it was. It was an expectation. But the reality of it was 
Man. That major heartbreak that I had in my 20s, mm-hmm. it crushed me and it knocked me off of my, my journey. And that's my fault for letting it do that. You know, that's my fault for not just getting back on my feet and saying, hey, I got work to do. I got something to do. I got dreams to live. I have a goal to hit of being a millionaire by 30. Never happened. But it's a lesson learned. Instead of earning a million dollars by 30, I'm going to hit it at 35. That's real. Speak it. I'm definitely going to hit it at 35. So, you know, I have a few years to go and I'm going to get there. And now I think you're even at a better place because, you know, you still have that expectation, but you also know the reality of what it will really take to even get there. Yeah. So I think that's that's even a greater way to even look at things. So I think that's really big. As far as me, I, I think for me, my expectation was kind of weird. Like, so I, I have my degree, but... For me, I, I never was dependent upon my degree. I never thought my degree would determine my income. Mm. So that was one thing I just would always tell myself. So when I got it, I didn't get right into a job that I was like, man, I got this is what I'm using my degree for. No, I actually was working the same job before I had my degree. Right. And now it just so happened that with the, all the work that I put in over the years, I'm working towards something that is going to utilize my degree mm-hmm. in the end. But the reality of it was, man, I was like, okay, well, I just got to work to get to that goal that I want. Like, it's just, I had to learn how to do business on my own. Like, right. hanging out with, like you say, when I was hanging out with you, you brought me around people that I never, you brought me around like, a, a lot of young, like you say, millionaires. Like, well, they're time, they're probably like thousandaires. But, yeah. you know, you brought me around a lot of people who thought differently and then that and that like started to change me. That started to change the way I think. Started to make me read more books. Mm-hmm. That started to make me believe in myself more. And then in return, I started to learn about different things. Started to put myself in position to own a business. And then I just started to do these things on my own. Now, granted, it was a lot of work in between, but the reality of it was, I could get there. But it, it it's gonna it looked different than what my expectation was. My expectation was I just seen the end. Yeah. I, just, I just seen me owning a business, everything good, money flowing in. But the reality of it was, nah, it's, it's, it's some days is good, some days is bad. Some days is like, yo, why am I doing this? Like, I don't want to do this. I'm tired, bro. Right. And I think that was one of the biggest, like, wake-up calls of between the two. That, my friend, is opportunity cost. <laughs> it is. The opportunities that we are presented with. Especially when it comes to doing things differently than a lot of other people in this world would not even either think of doing or wouldn't do just because they don't think that they can. It comes at a cost, man. It does. It does. You know, we we all have the same 24 hours. Yep. I mean, if we're all able-bodied, we all have the same physical capabilities of doing certain things or, you know, accomplishing certain goals. Mm -hmm. Even if you're not fully able-bodied, you can still live out a lot of your dreams. Yeah. So why are we sleeping on it? Maybe we think we got time. True. I, for one, am a person who thought I had a lot of time, and that's probably why I didn't hit the millionaire by 30 mark Mm -hmm. that I set out for myself. You know, I thought I had enough time to accomplish that. But again, like I said, that's that's the cost of, of, you know, having an opportunity like that to even think that you could just be a millionaire at a certain point in your life. Yeah. How many people always talk about 
wanted to become a millionaire by winning the lotto. Oh, yeah. They'll always say, man, I wish I could win the lotto so I can be a millionaire. Or if I hit the lotto, I'll be rich. Those type of people, to me anyway, don't seem like the type of people who are able or ready to receive something as big as that, yeah. even if they were able to hit the lottery. That's why so many people who win millions go broke. Go broke. They go broke. It, it comes at a cost, man. Like There's a cause and effect to everything. Mm-hmm. But in this situation, there's a cost and effect. Ooh. You understand? <laughs> there's a cost and effect to this situation. Like Living out your dreams, it comes at a price. Yes. No matter what, like it comes at a price. You have to put in so much work. Yes. And one thing I learned when I adopted an entrepreneur mindset was when you learn to work smart, you'll never work hard another day in your life. Mm. That's what I'm in the process of right now, trying to learn that. Because that's real talk. Smart work will defeat hard work. That's real talk. Why work hard if you don't have to? Just, just think about it. Like, think of the people who invented the wheel centuries ago, like however long it was, right? When people invented the wheel, they made work a lot easier. Imagine trying to drag a whole bunch of crops up a hill or they had to, to murk animals for food back in the day, right? Like they had to. Now imagine animal as big as a buffalo, right? And you got to carry that thing around. You got to drag that thing around so that you could take it back to your, your town and cook it to eat it. It's a lot of work. That's hard work. But the smart work came in when somebody invented the wheel and said, hey, let's put this on a surface that's attached to these wheels so that we can roll this giant animal mm-hmm. back to our camp. Mm. They made work a lot easier. Yeah, That's smart work. And it definitely beat that hard work that they were putting in however many years before the wheel was ever invented. Now look at us. We use wheels to get across state lines. Everything. You know what I'm saying? We use wheels to definitely go from point A to point B every single time. And for me to get to work, I use my wheels. Use the wheels. And it gets me there in 20 minutes versus if I were to use my feet, I'd probably make it there in half a day or maybe even a full day. That makes me think about uh, when I was talking to the millionaire. He was like, he was like, I have some millionaire friends right now. He was like, some of them don't even drive. And he was like, why do you think that? He was like, because we was talking about cars. He was mm-hmm. like, yo, they can go out there and buy Ferraris and everything. But he was like, he was like, they won't. He was like, they actually would rather pay somebody to drive for them because, you know, them sitting in the back seat, they can get more work done in the time that it takes to get them to one destination to the, ne- to the next. And then it frees up their time. Next thing you know, they're on the golf course. Wow. He was like, they have realized that. the the benefit of just opportunity cost of their time because you think about it when you're behind the wheel you can't do no work heck no you got to be focused on the road but if you got somebody driving for you man you getting work done all right i'm, I'm done with work now right, i'm gonna go get on the golf course now i'm cool everything has a an opportunity cost to it no yeah. matter what it is you're doing right now as we're doing this podcast we're basically foregoing our time where we could be doing other things but we're doing this to help us get to where we're trying to get to. Facts. You know? And like I joke with you often, you know, and I, I've said this to a couple of my other friends, but I don't think I've said this on the show. But mm-hmm. really, between my nine to five 
and the podcast, I don't have a life right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you and I see each other every week mm-hmm. and I happen to see one of my boys for the first time in like maybe a month. Like I, we hung out at, on, on Labor Day, mm-hmm. you know. And that week, because I hung out with him on that Monday, we went to Piedmont Park because they had a jazz festival there, which we didn't even know about. We got to the park and there was just so many people there. We was like, what's going on? Street vendors for like a mile, food, jewelry, clothes. It was fun. It was lit. It was amazing. It was great. But we hung out that day Mm -hmm. and opportunity cost of us hanging out that day. The podcast was late in the (laughs) week. I didn't put it up on Tuesday or Wednesday. It ended up going up, I think, that Thursday or Friday morning at like 3 o'clock in the morning. Like I had to stay up late for that before yeah. I went to work. But I saw him a month ago, and I just saw him. Like We, we hung out for a few hours after he got off of work this week. You know, I, I really don't have a life right now. But <laughs> doesn't get that. I get it. It's, it's worth it. It is. That's what I was going to say. This will all be worth it in the, in the long run, man. Like, yeah. To reiterate what we talked about last week, mm. we do what we have to so that we can eventually do what we want to. Yes, sir. You understand? Yes, sir. So basically, in all in all, everything that you're doing, ask yourself, is this worth my time? Because that time can be, you can't get more of it, like we said. Right. That time can be either used to put you forward, keep progressing you towards your goal or it's just i don't even like to say wasting time but mm-hmm. it could sometimes be wasting time could be so just that's something you just gotta ask yourself as you're doing whatever it is you're doing do your daily yep ladies and gentlemen that is opportunity cost most certainly is what we got next mike so we you know we got it we got our we got our, I, I tried to like that didn't really work out Yo, one, hey, listen, one day we'll we'll have like maybe a song for this. Like yeah. when we get the soundboard, we can cue it in. Come on, man. I'm just waiting for that, yo. <laughs> but until then, I'm the, <laughs> I'm the record. <laughs> but uh, we got our answers of the week. Let's go. Bring it back to us, the question of the week, B, so then I can hit them up with the answers of the week. So the question of the week for last week was, if you were on a deserted island, what would be the one thing that you would bring? And we got a lot of responses. But before we get to the responses, all right, we have to share ours. Ooh. So, I'll let you go first. What would did you have time to think of what you would bring? Because hey, everybody knows the answer that you would have had from the last episode. If they watched it, they know what you were going to say. Man, are you sticking with that answer, or are you going to change it? That was my strongest one. All right, hey, well if that's if that's your answer, that's your answer. I ain't got nothing else for real. Initially, I would say like a cell phone or something like that so I can have communication with the outside world. However, I'm sure if I was stranded on a deserted island, I wouldn't get a signal. So in this case, my thing of choice would be a sword. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, I was heavy into martial arts growing up, Mm -hmm. you know, started off with karate when I was a kid or karate as it's really pronounced. And then I kind of graduated into Kung Fu. So, I know how to use some weapons here and there. You feel me? So, if anybody want to try me, if I got that thing on me, you're going to be diced up. You You understand? Chop a brother up, man. I know how to chop brothers up. Come on, man. Don't chop no brothers up. Please don't. (laughs) (laughs) But try me if you want to. (laughs) 
Please don't try him later. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, like I would bring a sword with me. My favorite sword is a katana. Mm. It's a Japanese sword. And I just, I love katanas. Mm. But I would bring a sword with me to the island if I could. Any sort of danger around, if I need to defend myself, I got my blade with me. You good. I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? And if I had two of them, it'd be better. I can see you with like swords hanging up in your crib. Be like, you got them somewhere on the wall. Trust me. When I, I, I have a sword, I have a sword in the house. Yes. Um, but when I, like when I buy like my, my own house, like my dream house, mm. you better believe I'm going to have weapons everywhere. I see. I'm going to have melee weapons everywhere. I'm going to have swords. I'm going to have daggers. I'm going to have ninja stars. I'm going to have them all over the place. Please do not break into uh, Brandon's house, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if y'all try to creep up on me, you catch me slipping in one of the rooms, I'm going to make sure I go Yo. somewhere. Just, you don't even expect it. <laughs> pull, it up, pull it out from the bag of chips. Yeah, I'll keep the chips at. Hit you with a ninja star. You know what I'm saying? Oh you just my never gosh. know. Oh so don't man. run up on me. Try me if you want to. Lord. All right, man. Let's say something. <laughs> 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 That is hilarious. I love it. I love it. Okay, so all right, some of our answers. Um, so from the roll up, uh, they said if I could bring multiple books, they want to bring books. Want to bring books? I ain't mad at that. Uh, Hoss sixty three point three said a utility knife. Okay, I like that. I like that. I, that's around the lines of your katana. Yours is just a little bit more. It is a little more handy because it comes with different tools with it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it'd be crafty, yeah. but it could also be a weapon. That's true. That's true. So response from Maya Diaz speaks. She said either giant box of matches or a knife. Okay, Maya. Yeah, shout out to Maya. Uh, it's Drea Nicole said, does a toolbox technically count as one thing? And you know what? When Drea hit me with that, like I was not expecting it. So I was like clever I, I see what you did there <laughs> so the real shawnee knox said i would bring a book called the power of awareness by neville it helped me manifest my way off the island that's interesting that one's a very very interesting one yeah i like that one all right someone said i will bring my girlfriend Brittany. <laughs> that my best friend jamichael helped me get back uh by uncle debo Shout out to the bow. Hey, that's what's up. I, I mean, I, I call me love doctor. I can't there you lie go. to you. I did help. Hey, shout out to Maddie. What's good, Maddie? It was <laughs> good, Maddie. Um, so call me Tony. Said I'll bring my best friend as well. Did uh, Valerie? They both had the same answer. Said they would bring their best friend. Okay, must be some good best friends. I ain't mad at you on that one. Um, Jasmine says she would bring her cat. Hmm. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. It's, it's interesting. You mad at that one? Kudos to her. Bring <laughs> her cat. That's what's up. Uh, studded mommy Quan says she would bring weed. Oh, I mean, hey. hey, little ganja, little little marijuana, keep you calm. You got something to spark it with? Well, I mean, I guess you can rub sticks together, see if you can light up a fire. Man, you're gonna get tired of rubbing it by then, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna give up. <laughs> um, uh, TT Lala 17 said, uh, Bible, okay, she would bring the Bible. Uh, Gypsy 07 said she would have her music, she would bring mm. music. I ain't mad at the music one. I ain't mad at the music one either. Keep you entertained. For Keep you from losing your mind. And uh, the last one. Oh, no. I had two more. Uh, Nitra Lachey, she had two answers. One, she said she would bring an airplane so that she can get out of there. <laughs> First of all, who's flying a plane? How are you going to learn how to fly a plane? You, ain't, you don't even know how to fly a plane. Right. And if you're on an island, how would you going to have enough room to take off? Unless you're on like 
one of the uh, I guess water planes. I don't know what, what you would call it, but the ones that you can dock on on the ocean. I, look, listen, I don't know. And then uh, she also said, you know, my nephew said he would bring a survivalist with him. Hmm. So he thinking outside the box on that one. There you go. He bringing somebody to help him. And our last response comes from O Sweet Cheeks. She said she would bring essential water. Hmm. No love for Dasani, huh? Bruh. I guess not. She want that specific brand. There you go. I ain't hey, mad at that. They are popping right now. They popping. I'm saying. But they thank you to everyone that reached out this week and gave us the answer. We love your answers. Like I yes, said. Yes, we do. And the crazy thing about it is each week we're getting more and more responses. I'm telling you, they love the question of the week. Yo, that's lit. I, shout out to you guys for real, for real. For real, man. And we love to continue to give y'all these segments of the week. Um, I think they're important. They're definitely important. So be on the lookout for more segments. We got way more like segment titles and all of that coming. Yeah. It's, it's going to be lit. I like it. But thank you all to everyone that reached out. Most definitely. So if you would like to be featured on the next week, answer the next week's question, which is... Drum roll, please. The next week's question is, or I rather I should say this week's question, is what is something you can do today... That you couldn't do a year ago. What you well, do? already. I'm just going to say it before anybody else says. What you going to say? This year, we can go outside. <laughs> we outside this year. Outside. Last year, we wasn't outside. We wasn't outside, though. You know what I'm saying? Some of us was. So, some of us was. Georgia definitely didn't shut down. No. <laughs> <laughs> so no matter what, yo, people was definitely outside in Georgia. They, I, could, they I can attest to that. They was outside. I was outside too, so I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hmm. I I don't know my answer just yet. I I want to I want to think about mine before I give it. I don't know it yet. I understand? Cause this one this one I like this question. This, it made me think. And, and same here. Like I, I I can really say that there was something else that I could say. I feel like the answer that I just gave was extremely easy. It was a cop out. Yeah, you you did the cop yeah, out. Yeah, I did the cop out this week. But hey, it is what it is. All right, give us so next week when we answer, give us give us another one. You didn't give us another one. Why should I? Because I, I mean, I, I couldn't think of none, man. My, come on, it's my wife, man. <laughs> you gotta give us another one. All right, all right, all right. right, right. I let you have that one. Okay. But okay, okay. I'm 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 most definitely gonna have a good one, a good answer for y'all. So y'all already know if you would like to answer the question of the week. You can hit us up on Instagram, Twitter. Most definitely. TikTok. TikTok. Definitely follow us on TikTok. Hit us up on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Like our TikTok. Share the TikToks. Comment all of the above. Like, we greatly appreciate the support we've been getting yeah. lately like crazy. Yeah, most definitely. So, yeah, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe. Subscribe. Definitely subscribe. Like, the amount of time it takes for me to put this video together so I can put it on YouTube, please, please subscribe to us on YouTube. Check us out. Let me know that you appreciate the work that I put in on editing these things because Mike knows. I've taught him a little bit about editing and he understands. It's a lot. It is a process. Not for real though. So, you know, I, I told the young lady earlier this week, like editing to me is my, my art form. Mm-hmm. Like that's my art. That's my craft. Like, I love starting with a blank canvas, which would be nothing, right? Absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. But turning the camera on to record something could be like an hour-long video, could be a 30-minute long video. But 
the editing process will make it a shorter video, but at the same time, make it something more entertaining. Oh, yeah. Make it something that I didn't even think that I could do. Bring it to completion. There you go. Yeah, I like See? that. See? Yeah, definitely. Bring it to completion. So, like I told her, it's my former art. It's my artwork. Nah, for real though. I, I, I fully agree with you on that one. Like, I, I can see that too. Yeah. Nah, I like that, B. Thanks for breaking that down to us. Like no that. doubt. Thank you for helping me finish what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it to completion. So, I, is, 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 that, is that a completion for episode nine? That is definitely a completion for episode nine. We did it? We, we did it. Hey, man. Hey, we hit. Hey, it's a big surprise for episode 10. I won't say it until episode 10 because we just kind of came up with nah, it. Nah, nah. Let's go ahead and say it. Ah, yeah, I was going to say it. Ah. Hey, we don't have to get into specifics, though. Okay. We don't have to get into specifics, okay. but we can at least give them a hint of what's to come. Drum roll. Ladies and gentlemen, so in honor of episode 10, we will be doing a giveaway. Let's go. It's going to be something that will add value to you. And who don't like having value added to them? Come on now. Especially for the free. For the free free. Just to show our appreciation and our love to y'all, we want to give it away. Most definitely. So, listen, that is a wrap on episode nine. That's a wrap. We greatly appreciate each and every single one of y'all who consistently tune in to us. Yes, thank and you. And listen to what it is that we have to say and listen to all the keys that we drop, yeah. all the nuggets that we share. Just just overall, you know, the conversations that we have because it's not for nothing. Yeah. Like so many people, you know, y'all y'all are starting to come to me throughout the week and really providing your feedback and I greatly appreciate that. Yeah. You know, so thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I know Mike can say the same thing, man. Yeah, like for real. we really truly appreciate you guys for tuning in and listening to us and watching us. Yeah, man. Oh, they watching. It's crazy. When I was mentoring this week, my mentee, one of the little kids I mentor, said, yo, I seen your TikTok. I seen you on there. Only TikTok I have is a podcast TikTok. Wow. So, dude, it's most definitely getting out there slowly but surely. Let's go. Let's go, man. Hey, let's grow. Uh-oh. Not the key. That's the key. I like that. Let's grow. I like that one, B. I really do. I'm going to steal that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take that one. I gotta take that. Let's one. grow. Let's grow, man. Let's grow. Let's grow. So you already know, man. Where you are today is a residual outcome of the thoughts you had in the past. Straight like that. That's it. That's it. All right. Peace. We'll catch y'all next week. Peace. Peace.